Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 9, gives us the parable of the sower as it's presented in Matthew's gospel. This is part of our group curriculum for this week. So if you're not in a small group, join one. Both the parable of the sower and the explanation that Jesus gives for the parable of the sower are the texts that we cover in this week's small group session. If you're a part of the Redemption Church, you can go to redemptionwashington.com and you can just download the group member study guide right now or use the leader guide for individual study. But for now, we're going to pick up on the verse that immediately follows this first uh, for, like, this, this first chunk of the text in the small group curriculum where the parable of the sower is first given. The fact that he's given a parable is itself a fulfillment of prophecy, namely Isaiah chapter 6. Here's Matthew chapter 13, verse 10. Then the disciples came up and asked him, why are you speaking to them in parables? He answered, because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them. For whoever has, more will be given to him and he will have more than enough. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. That is why I speak to them in parables, because looking they do not see, and hearing they do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, and here he quotes Isaiah chapter 6, uh, verses 9 and 10. You will listen and listen, but never understand. You will look and look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous, their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes, otherwise they might see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and turn back, and I would heal them. Blessed are your eyes, because they do see, and your ears, because they do hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see the things that you see, but didn't see them, to hear the things that you hear, but didn't hear them. Wow, we're going to spend uh, some time this week going through this incredible teaching because you can see the sovereignty of God on full display that even the hard-heartedness of Jesus' critics was foreknown by God and prophesied by Isaiah. Moreover, God's heart toward these hard-hearted Pharisees is also laid bare by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6, probably the most famous chapter in all of Isaiah, and it refers to these Pharisees, these hard-hearted, uh, these hard-hearted religious leaders who would oversee the crucifixion of Jesus. So we'll go back, and for today, let's let's look at at the opening of it, verse eleven. He answered, "Because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them." Wow, when you understand the parables of Jesus, it indicates that the secrets of heaven have been opened to you. Let's start with that word, secret the secrets of the kingdom. This was a mystery to the prophets of old. For centuries, people waited with bated breath to know the name of the Messiah, the nature of his ministry, and it was a secret. Even angels would look into how salvation would work on the basis of the Old Testament. Wow, and, and now you know and you see these were the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. And now we have, for the last 2,000 years, have had the gospel of Jesus Christ. The secrets have been made known. And those who first heard Jesus' parables, who did not have the Spirit to allow them ears with which to hear, they could not hear. 
This theme will come up again in the opening letters of Revelation. Let he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That's how these opening uh, letters to churches close in the opening chapters of Revelation. If you have ears to hear, if you understand, that means the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been opened to you. It's no small thing. To everybody else, it sounded like random farming advice. The parable of the sower, it didn't click with them, or they, wrong, they, they wrongfully interpreted it. When you see somebody today misrepresent or misunderstand a parable of Jesus, it's so funny because they think that they're making a case uh, against Jesus, and what they're really doing is fulfilling this prophecy. <laughs> they're actually showing Isaiah 6 to be true because they show they don't have eyes to see, they don't have ears to hear, they don't have hearts that are able to understand. They even fulfill the prophecy as they misunderstand the prophecy regarding his parables. Now, tomorrow we'll talk about verse 12. For whoever has, more will be given to him, uh, and, and he will have more than enough. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. But for now, I want to just speak to the fact that this work of parable teaching that Jesus did, that this was also foretold of him. Everything about the Messiah had this beautiful mosaic, albeit opaque, picture painted in the prophecies of old. And so for centuries, people waited to see him to know his name. Have you ever, as Christmas approaches, considered the urgency with which Gabriel flew from the throne room of God to the ears of Mary to speak the name that had remained a mystery for all of human history that far? Jesus. You're more blessed than you knew, man. Look at how blessed you are to have been shown the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. The knowledge that we have with a full canon of scripture, man, it was coveted by prophets of old. They all wanted to know how God was going to do it, what his plan was and what the name was and who this, who the Christ would be. And now you do know this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That was a secret kept by the kingdom of heaven until today. It's great news. Now, what are you going to do with that?